Welcome to the Australian Hiker Podcast, Australia's longest-running hiking podcast, downloaded over half a million times in over 145 countries and providing you with an Australian perspective on all things hiking. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage. In today's episode, episode 185, we discuss some common hiking jargon that you will hear bandied about when outdoor people get together. Before we get into today's episode, if you'd like to help support Australian Hiker and this podcast, there are a couple of ways that you can help us out. Firstly, by subscribing on your podcast host of choice so that each episode is available as soon as it's published, and if you have the opportunity, leave us a five-star review. Another way you can support us is go to the Australian Hiker website at www.australianhiker.com.au and click on the supporters page and buy us a coffee. You can do a one-off donation or become a monthly supporter. All donations are greatly appreciated and help us to continue producing this podcast and blog. Now let's get on to today's episode. Backpacking, bushwalking, hiking, tramping, tracking, through hiking, rambling. So many terms are used to describe getting outside with a pack on your back. Also, is it a track or is it a trail? And do you have tracking poles or trekking poles? Each term has its own connotation and depending on which country you come from or which part of the country, you will often find yourself gravitating towards one term over another to describe what you're doing when you head out into nature. In today's podcast episode, we look more closely at the terms used to describe what we do when we head out into nature and whether one term makes more sense than others and really does it matter. We hope you enjoy. Just for our convenience more than anything else, we've decided to go through these in alphabetical order, uh, but that's really about it. So the first one we're going to look at or the first term we're going to look at is backpacking. And when you think from an Australian perspective, when we think of backpackers, typically we think of young people throwing a pack on their back and going wandering around the world, having a good time and doing itinerant work as they go. <laughs> Mind you, there's probably not much of that happening at the moment. <laughs> no. From a getting outdoors perspective, the term backpacking implies longer multi-day trips that include carrying cooking and sleeping gear, usually in a larger backpack. For me, backpacking tends to be more of an American term when connected with the outdoors and also one that is easily and well understood. So even though it, it probably is a bit more Americanized, everyone knows what you mean when you do say backpacking, providing you are talking in the sense of an outdoor uh, experience. So the next one we're going to look at is the term bushwalking, uh, which is a fairly descriptive, probably largely Australian term. Uh, that implies that you're walking through the bush as opposed to rural or urban areas. Now, over the past few years, much of Tim's hiking, and mine too, has been above the tree line in the Australian alpine regions uh, through open grassy plains uh, with little bush in sight. So there's a question here about whether or not that's still bushwalking. <laughs> and I think we'd say it is. Yeah, and, and, and as Jill said, really this is an, a very much an Australian term. You don't hear Americans talking about bushwalking or, or English people talking about bushwalking. It is very much an Australianised term and it does imply getting out and about through the Australian bush, which is what we tend to talk about when we're talking about our natural environment. Yeah, and I think that's just about anywhere that's not in the urban space. That's how I would describe it. Now, hiking is probably 
the thing that most people tend to think about. And from a perspective of non-hikers as well as hikers, it's probably the most recognised term, not just in Australia, but worldwide. And hiking implies to walk a long distance, especially through the bush, for pleasure. Uh, It can be interchangeable with backpacking, bushwalking, tracking or tramping, uh, but often tends to imply a shorter distance, whether that's the case or not. Hikes usually last a day or less, not typically requiring an overnight stay, tends to be carrying limited equipment and often with the use of smaller backpacks, typically day packs. Now, as a term, hiking tends to be an all-encompassing term that doesn't particularly apply to a specific environment, but rather to the activity of walking. Now, my comment here would be, um, you know, those sort of definitions are what you tend to find on the internet or when you look up dictionaries about what hiking is. But I know if you go to uh, some of the packmakers' websites and you do searches for what you're looking for, they'll often have packs for backpacking, packs for hiking. And the implication here is the hiking packs tend to be smaller, not so full-on packs designed for shorter experiences. But when you talk about the term hiking, it pretty much means getting out and going for a wander, and it can really apply to quite a lot. Yeah, look, you know, I think that's the thing, isn't it, really? And and I think... Um what we'll find by the time we get to the end of this is it doesn't really matter. Um, and I, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't necessarily share the view that uh, hiking is a day hike um, and, you know, or a day activity and uh, you, you, you don't uh, overnight camp or you don't uh, camp over several nights. So, you know, some of this is all a little bit arbitrary and does make you wonder, um, how, you know, how it came about and, Uh, you know, what people were thinking at the time. And I think from our perspective, we are called the Australian Hiker Podcast and our blog is Australian Hiker. And we were very deliberate when we chose the name. I think in all honesty, Australian Bushwalker was taken at the time anyway. Yeah, Uh, but it also sounded a bit weird, I reckon. Yeah, and, and it also implied that, I mean, even though we are talking about hiking in Australia as our main focus, we have a reasonably large market from around the world. We This podcast is downloaded in approximately about 148 countries. Uh, so when we, when we get people listening from overseas, hiking just makes a bit more sense um, and it's not limited in, 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 or, not, or not non-inclusive. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't exclude anybody from being part of it. So the next one we're going to talk about is tramping, and I love this word. Um, uh, it's generally used in New Zealand and, and Britain. Um, and used to describe uh, individuals who are backpacking, hiking, or bushwalking, <laughs> which is kind of, kind of weird to describe it that way. Um, and it generally implies the carrying of all the the personal gear that you'll need um, for day hiking. But I think it's also overnight hiking as well and um, multi-day hiking. Tra- tramping is a thing that is just a word that gets used, particularly in New Zealand. And I think, as I've said, now, some of these terms tend to be more specific to certain countries. For me, when I think about tramping, it's almost like you're stomping on the na- on nature and, and squashing the plants. Um, uh, yeah, I, I have visions of, of likewise, you know, tra- tramping, squashing um, the, you know, the Yorkshire moors or something like that. I don't know why. <laughs> 
Then we move on to tracking. Now, tracking is a definition. Uh, you mean t- tracking or tracking? Yeah, and that's, that is the thing. <laughs> and it is T-R-E-K-K-I-N-G. Uh, tracking is you track your movements through a particular area or you track the weather or you track something else. Um, really, it tends to be it is tracking, not tracking. Um, <laughs> Tim always gets this one wrong. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, and the definition tends to be it imposes something more serious as an activity and often refers to a long, arduous journey, typically on foot. Now, while it's interchangeable with hiking or backpacking, quite often this is a term that tends to be used with more mountaineering and snow activities. So, you know, if someone says they're going tracking in the Himalayas, you tend to associate them going mountaineering or going doing some sort of serious snow activity. And again, I don't know why, but that's just the, the connotation it has for me. That's how I picture it. So the next one, and this is a little bit of an American one uh, we're going to talk about, is through hiking, and it's usually applied to a long-distance hike uh, that is done over a consecutive series of days, uh, maybe even weeks, maybe even months, and completed in one go. And I think that's kind of the the bit that's important here, which is the the end-to-end aspect um, of this one. So as I said, it's um, pretty much an American term, uh, but it is it is coming into use within Australia. Um, and it can also apply to uh, shorter walking trails, even though I think when we're talking uh, through hiking, we think about the Pacific Crest Trail um, and the Appalachian Trail in, in the US. So um, it, it's something that could cover Hundreds of kilometres, tens of kilometres, or even thousands of kilometres, I think. And I think it does really have that association with the long-distance trails. Um, it is a term that's be starting to become more commonly used in Australia. You look at the uh, Facebook pages and you look at uh, some of the long-distance hiking trail pages or track pages, and you'll often see the term used either end-to-end, which means you're going from one end to another, typically in one go, or they'll use the term through hiking. But certainly because of the American media, because of the sheer volume of information that's available on American websites, it's a term that is becoming more commonly used. Yeah, and you have to spell it right too, don't you? (laughs) T-H-R-U. Through. (laughs) Now I'll go backwards slightly one through here and we'll talk about section hiking. Now, section hiking, uh, again, is a long-distance hiking term, uh, but in this case here, you're breaking the trail down into sections. So um, let's look at um, uh, trails like, or the uh, trails and tracks here. Uh, let's talk about the Bibbulmun Track or the Hyson Trail. You know, they're, they're trails that are over a 1,000 kilometres in length, and for a lot of people, they just don't have the time or the ability or, in fact, the desire to want to walk that sort of distance all in one go. But they are keen on completing the trail, uh, and in this instance, they're doing it section by section. Um, and certainly uh, organisations like the Hyson Trail, uh, Friends of the Hyson Trail, they do actually run uh, a through hike or a section hike of that track, uh, and you can do you can you can add all the bits together over a period of years to do the entire entire trail itself, and this is just an option and or alternative. Uh, but again, it is section hiking, and it it is very much coming from from the US. 
Yeah, and just to confuse things a little bit, um, as you're section hiking, you could be backpacking, bushwalking, hiking, tramping, or, or even trekking. It certainly can. <laughs> From there, we move on to rambling. And again, this is very much... I think you've messed up your alphabetical order, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, this is more of a British term that relates to wandering about from one place to another <laughs> uh, and a walking in the countryside for pleasure. And this typically isn't used in a, an Australian sense. If you hear someone talk, saying they're going to go rambling this weekend, you've probably got a good indication they've come from Britain in most cases. Yeah. Um, or, or they're just going to wander about, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, the, the term rambling, it, it has that sort of implication you know, when you have someone that rambles uh, or rambles on, which is very much an Australian sort of colloquialism. You imagine someone going aimlessly wandering through the bush, having no idea where they're going, but they're not lost. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, but it, again, it's one of those terms that we don't seem to see so much. But if you are reading UK-based magazines or UK-based blogs, it's a term that you might well come across. Now we're going to move on to... Um, I guess a description of what you're walking on um, away from the activity that you're doing. So we're going to look at track or trail. Um, while track is often uh, considered to be more of an Australian term, it really doesn't matter too much. I mean, Tim's talked about um, the Bibbleman track um, and we've also talked about the Heisen Trail. So, you know, I think it depends on uh, how descriptive uh, people want to be when they're naming these things. Um, and that means they're almost interchangeable, I think, uh, is, is probably the takeaway from this. So if you look at the better known walks in Australia, the, the split is fairly even uh, in terms of whether track or trail is used. And certainly, you know, you've got things like the Bicentennial National Trail, the Heysen Trail, the Lara Pinta Trail, the Throsbourne, and, and again, forgive me if uh, for those Queenslanders that are listening, I may have got the, pronunci the pronunciation wrong there. They're all called trails where you've got the Bibbleman Track, the Overland Track, uh, the Australian Alps Walking Track. So again, there are just as many tracks as opposed to trails. Uh, and I know we try and do on average around about 40 uh, plus walk reviews each year. Uh, and when I'm putting these things together, I often see trail just as often as, as I, I see track. Um, you know, and walk. <laughs> and, and walk as well, or walking track or combinations. So it, it really depends on what they have been called by the people that have named them. One of the biggest discussions over the use of the term track or trail uh, is it the Kokoda Track or is it the Kokoda Trail uh, in Papua New Guinea? And this, as a a walk, is probably has more meaning to Australian and Australian ex-military than most other people in the world. Uh, and you will have, um, I won't say violent arguments, but you'll have quite forceful arguments one way or the other saying, no, it should be this, no, it should be that. Uh, PNG have designated this as trail. Uh, the Australian military honours for this uh, campaign during World War II is trail. Um, but again, it tends to be considered an Americanized version of what it's called. But I think there's fair argument one way or the other about what it's called. And, I, and in all honesty, I don't think it really matters too much. 
Um, you know, there is there is a lot of discussion about what it should be called. Whereas, you know, in Australia, our recreational trails, they have been named either track or trail mm -hmm. and there's nothing really to think about. It's there and done. Yeah. And, you know, I think um, we can get all um, analytical about it, but really, you know, um, not sure that it matters at the end of the day. So, I mean, from our perspective and particularly from my perspective, when we started Australian Hiker in 2016, we were often taken to tasks for using Americanized terms, using trail instead yeah. of track. We don't hike in Australia, we bushwalk. Yeah. yeah we got that a few times. Um, and as I said, the reason we named the the, the, uh, the, the blog Australian Hiker and the podcast Australian Hiker uh, is that uh, we just felt, as I said, we've got a number of people that do listen from overseas and we have a, a quite reasonably large audience from overseas and hiking just made more of sense to, uh, to someone even though we have called it Australian, it's probably a bit more limiting there, but it means that you know, an American or someone from UK can look at hiking and they understand what it means. Mm. And I think also, you know, we, we were trying to give um, a broad audience guidance about how they might get out uh, into the bush and ex explore some of these trails and, and tracks and I think a lot of people probably wouldn't identify themselves as a bushwalker. You know, um, we, we tend to grow up thinking, you know, the bushwalkers are the ones who... Um, have, have, have the knee-length gaiters, <laughs> the, 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 the knee-length shorts. Uh, well, that, I was going to say they belong to a, you know, a bushwalking club or something like that. And, you know, we didn't want people to think that they were excluded because they weren't part of a club or, you know, that. and we were trying to get everybody out. We were trying to, you know, um, I, I guess engender this sense of enjoyment that we have of the outdoors and, and uh, facilitate others. Now, the other thing from this perspective that we haven't really touched on until now is – I'm a big fan of urban hiking, and this, again, is an Americanized um, term here, but I, I do follow some social media uh, and Instagram accounts that are into urban hiking. They take school-age kids and do urban hikes, uh, and it's an opportunity to take people on a walk, um, and in particularly from a Canberra perspective, our bush is interwoven with the city itself. So the example I use here is the 145-kilometre Canberra Centenary Trail, which is a shared trail. Uh, it's for cyclists and walkers. And there is the trails are slightly different. So you don't they don't tend to make you ride your mountain bike over the top of the high mountains. And in some cases it's just not possible. Um, you know, there are stairs involved, you've got no other choice but to pick up your bike and carry it. So they give you a, a an option to avoid going up and down the steep hills. Uh, and in this, is, in this instance, you are going through bush, you're going through urban areas, you're going through what's classed as peri-urban areas, which is on the edge of uh, the residential areas. You're going through, um, we go through the Australian Institute of Sport uh, and Bruce Stadium, which is our, uh, uh, where, uh, which is our large stadium in Canberra at the moment. Um, you then go... Is, is it? <laughs> well, it's, the, it's the largest one we've got anyway. Yeah, I don't think it's open anymore, Tim. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. Um, but um, it's it takes you across all sorts of different areas. So in getting out hiking, uh, there's no requirement uh, 
bushwalking through the middle of city, the city doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where urban hiking as a term really does come in. Yeah, and it's a little bit more than um, going for a walk, you know. It's a little bit more purposeful, I think, uh, than, uh, you know, an urban walk or going through a stroll through your your local area. So, I guess, for me, that's why we've tended to gravitate towards that term hiking because it doesn't matter what the environment you are in, uh, you are are walking uh, and you are hiking. Now, I tend to use the terms trail and track interchangeably unless the name is clearly defined. So it is the Bibbulmun Track, it is the Heisen Trail, uh, and we, we, you know, we tend to talk about those. For some reason, and I do not know why, it sounds really weird talking about being on track. Um, you know, being on track means you're on time rather than being on trail, which means you're out doing a walk or a hike. So it's not unusual for me when I'm talking about podcasts, I release on-trail podcasts or podcasts from the trail rather than podcasts from the track. Uh, and, and I think even <laughs> yeah. when I did the Bibble and Track, I was talking about podcasts from the trail. And, it, and it's just a word that to me makes a bit more sense uh, and does imply the same thing. So it's just, just the way it is. It just seems to make more sense. Ultimately, though, it really doesn't matter which term you use, particularly from a new hiker's perspective or a new walker's perspective. This is this is pretty, or a new backpacker's perspective, or a new backpacker's or a perspective, new yeah. p- perspective. Sorry, <laughs> I mean this really is um, uh, a jargon, and every sport and every activity has its own jargonistic terms, and in most cases, cases jargon is used to exclude people from what's going on. Absolutely, absolutely. Couldn't agree more with that. Uh, So, you know, rather than, you know, I will never correct anyone uh, who talks about going for a hike or going for a track. Um, You know, it's it's fine. I know what they mean. Yeah. Uh, And sometimes it's not just um, excluding. It's it's about positioning. Sadly, I think more experienced people, and we see this in you know the workplace and the profession and so on. It, it's about somebody with um, a sense that they have more experience, demonstrating that they have more experience. And you know, I don't know. I'm just not into that. So call it whatever you like. Um, and certainly from our perspective, we're not we're not going to get too out of shape. Okay, we've we hope you've enjoyed this ramble through the, <laughs> through the through the, no, hike, the tramp. The, Didn't the, we the tramp ramps, through yeah. all of these terms or tramp on the terms um, through all these all these uh, outdoor related terms? Um, for most of you, uh, most of the more experienced people out there, many of these terms will be familiar. For those that are new to the outdoor activities, um, they're all interchangeable. They all essentially mean the same things. Use what you like. Yeah, pick the one you like. Yeah. Okay, before we finish off, it's, it's been a while since we've done some iTunes reviews, so we thought we'd just uh, introduce a couple of them tonight. And the first one was from Stephen JM1954. Um, I'm guessing that possibly ages him or her, um, <laughs> uh, but you never know. Uh, and the comment is inspiring. I really enjoy the book reviews, discussions with authors. I often then go to the library and borrow the book. 
And the interviews with gear makers, especially the Australian ones, are very informative and help me make a decision on what to buy. And my review is from Becky Attell, Hikers How To, a wonderful source of information on all things hiking from a couple who know their topic inside out. Thank you for sharing. Um, that's very gen- generous one that we know what we're doing inside out. <laughs> All right, so thank you for uh, those people that have taken the time to go through and leave a review for us, particularly on uh, Apple Podcasts, which is the main uh, uh, base these days. Uh, And we greatly appreciate your reviews, and they help us get found and uh, help us show up on the searches on the web. Okay, that's all for this week. We hope you've enjoyed. Bye for now. And bye from me.